Welcome to the Bariatric Nutrition Coach Podcast, where we empower you with weight loss surgery, nutrition knowledge, mindset advice, and inspiration, so you succeed in your weight and health journey. I'm your host, Jane Stoltz, and I am a bariatric dietitian who has helped over 1,300 people on their weight loss surgery journeys. I'm also a solo mum, lover of long walks while listening to podcasts, partial to a glass of wine, and the ocean is my happy place. Join me as I dive deep into bariatric nutrition and lifestyle topics and deliver them to you in bite-sized, palatable episodes every Monday. Now let's go. Hello and welcome to episode number 12. And today I'm going to be talking about three mistakes I see people making which can slow down weight loss after weight loss surgery. It is such a big decision to have bariatric surgery, to put yourself through the the surgery physically, to make that decision from a financial perspective and also an emotional perspective. So it's no surprise that you can feel a lot of pressure after having weight loss surgery to be successful, to reach your goals, because your progress is very visible to the world. And that adds another dimension of expectation and also comparison in the world of bariatric surgery. We're talking today about the topic of losing weight slowly. And that's something, or that is a concern that many people have after their weight loss surgery. Before we launch into the topic today, I just wanted to make a special note about weight loss after weight loss surgery, after bariatric surgery. The pace of weight loss will vary from one person to the other. So there is no set or expected rate of weight loss after weight loss surgery. And there are a multitude of factors that impact not only how much weight loss somebody will achieve, but also the rate of their weight loss. Can certain factors slow weight loss down? Yes, they can. They slow weight loss down for that person, that individual. And that's what we're talking about today. So today I wanted to talk about three mistakes I see people making that they don't know that they're making in their post weight loss surgery journey. And these mistakes can lead to that person's weight loss being slower than it uh, could be if they, they made some changes. So let's launch in to mistake number one. The first mistake I see people making after their bariatric surgery is listening to their appetite as the key decision on when to eat. So after having weight loss surgery, and this is part of how weight loss surgery works as a tool to help you lose weight, is metabolically and appetite, the desire to eat, can really drop significantly and this can be a wonderful reprieve for many people that have been challenged by a ravenous appetite that they can never really satiate and they get this wonderful break in their appetite or significant drop and it's wonderful not to think of food so much and also feel from their years of dieting the less you eat the better well actually 
it's not true. The less you eat, it's not better. You can eat too little. And I'm going to break this down and talk about this further. So what I'm talking about with mistake number one is people eating a very low intake when they are in those early to medium days after weight loss surgery and they just don't have that appetite and they think, wonderful, I'm not going to eat even unless I really need to. And they can skip meals and ultimately they have a low intake of protein and also energy. So I want to talk about why this is not ideal. And as I just briefly mentioned, in the world of dieting, and most women that I work with have come into their bariatric surgery having dieted for years, and many people have started dieting even as a child. And in the area of dieting, what is one of the key messages? And it's eat less. The less you eat, the better. And people can bring that way of thinking or that mindset into their post weight loss surgery journey and it won't set you up for success it is not going to support the best weight loss you can achieve and i'm going to explain why so your body needs and wants a certain amount of protein each day we store fat in our body as adipose tissue we store carbohydrates in our body as glycogen in our liver and our muscles. So we store fat and carbohydrates. We don't store protein. You need to eat protein every day. And eating it regularly through the day is also wonderful. It helps your body feel comfortable and confident to lose the adipose tissue when you are eating the deficit of calories. But having too few calories as well, as well as too little protein, your body does not feel comfortable losing its adipose tissue because it feels like you're in a state of famine, that you're in a place where there's not adequate food sources. And your body's goal or your body's main function is to keep you alive. So it says we need to hang on to our adipose tissue, we need to change, drop our metabolism further and really conserve everything we can because we're not getting enough intake. So getting adequate uh, protein every day and getting adequate energy every day is really key for helping your body relax, being happy to lose your weight, your adipose tissue, keeping your lean body mass, but also feeling good. When people have come to work with me and they have been on really low intake for some time, they can feel like they've been doing a great job because their intake, you know, 500 calories a day, but they run out of steam. They run themselves down to the point where they can feel really crummy. So this is mistake number one. Less is not better. It's about finding a lovely sweet spot of protein and energy. And let me talk about appetite here. So I do from week three after surgery, if I'm working with somebody at that really early stage after their surgery, I am teaching them small bites, chew well, eat slowly and listen to your body sensations. We are starting to work on that as a practice. Your body sensations are different after weight loss surgery. Most people will say they're different, they're very subtle, they might be a runny nose when you've had enough. You know, that might be a sign. You might feel a twinge around your shoulder. You might get hiccups. The sensations and how your body's talking to you after surgery changes. 
So while we start practicing that habit of listening to our bodies, listening to the sensations, and also I want to note, these change over time. Over this first year, you're going to get more sense of your hunger and fullness cues, when you've eaten enough, when you need to eat. But in those early to medium days, we still need to put in regular meals, regular high protein meals and snacks, even if the top level appetite isn't there. You don't have to be a bariatric patient to know. Everyone can experience this of certain times. You don't really recognize a great hunger or appetite and you start eating and you eat really quickly. And that shows you you actually do have an appetite, but your signals weren't there as strongly as they are at other times. And that is a key thing as well. When people are doing the mistake, number one, of just following their appetite after having weight loss surgery, is that when they start eating, they can eat really quickly because your body is saying, we need more energy. You're underfeeding me. We need to get energy in now because I want you to survive. And it's so much easier to overeat in those situations. So listening to your body and listening to your appetite after weight loss surgery is really key and it's a practice that is really important. But in those early to medium days, there's a lot of nuances with it and we can't just listen to the appetite because that is also why bariatric surgery is also called metabolic surgery because your metabolic changes after weight loss surgery actually change your hunger and fullness cues. You don't always get that same drive to eat, which is wonderful because your appetite drops, you don't have the same cravings for a period, but we still can't solely rely on our appetite at that time. So that's mistake number one. Mistake number two that I see people making that can slow down their weight loss after weight loss surgery is having a really limited diet. So if you listen to to me in my stories on Instagram or lives, you would have heard me talk at some point, possibly around the stage of that two to four months after weight loss surgery. It's a really common time that people hit a wall. I call it hit a wall because they have followed the guidelines that their bariatric center has given them. They have got certain food lists. They've found some foods that settle well, suit them. They're getting some protein in. And around two to four months when often bariatric centers kind of let them fly off into the world, come back if you need, if you need any more support, people can get really stuck and don't know how to further progress their diet. And when I talk about progress, I mean increase variety, understand how to eat in certain situations, understand how to keep gently exploring different foods because a varied diet is a healthy diet, but also a varied diet is a satisfying diet. And what I mean by that is when you have a varied diet, you know how to keep getting more variety in your diet, you're more satisfied with your diet. The people that can get really stuck in that kind of two to four month time, I have found in my experience, can get really stuck, get really bored, limited intake. It's a lot easier for them to fall back into those older eating habits and food choices because it's like, this is not great. I can't live the rest of my life on these five foods. I don't know how to get more foods very get great meal planning going and 
it all falls into a bit of a heap, they get stuck and then their old eating habits come back. So mistake number two is really getting stuck and having limited dietary choices or low variety in your diet. Mistake number three is not building structure into your day with your eating and drinking and taking your multivitamins. Now let's be honest, some people find this quite easy, comes naturally, they are structured people, they have jobs, lifestyles that are very structured and it just it just flows for them. But many people it doesn't. And the people that I find, and, and you might be reflecting on yourself at this point, is before surgery, you skip meals, your, your food was ad hoc, you ate when you felt like it or you were hungry, you know, you could go hours without eating, and your eating pattern was quite ad hoc, you might have a job or a lifestyle that's not highly structured, and also as a person, you're not that type of person that is, that's highly structured. And it can be a really big challenge and change for people after weight loss surgery to build structure into their day. Why is it a mistake? Not having structure in the day means it can be really hard to reach an adequate protein intake, to have gaps in between your eating, to drink adequate fluid, to also have structure to, to help you remember to take your multivitamins, but also good structure and good planning helps with meal planning. You know what meals and snacks to prepare for. So structure is so important. So when I see people struggling with protein intake, fluid intake, and when I start working with them, we start with some structure because then other things fall into place. And if you're listening to this and you're not a person that this comes naturally, you are not alone. I always talk with my clients and I talk with people about finding ways of doing things that comes or feels more comfortable to you. There is no one way of eating. There's no one eating schedule. It's looking at your natural preferences, when you wake up, what your travel time is, what your day looks like and fitting it naturally around your lifestyle. And that's when things will stick, when they suit you personally. So let me recap three mistakes I see people making which can slow down their weight loss after having their bariatric surgery. Number one, solely listening to their appetite and eating only when they feel that they really need to eat. As I mentioned, their intake of protein and energy can be too low. Number two is having a very limited diet, limited dietary choices, getting stuck, not knowing how to progress and get a lovely varied and satisfying diet. And mistake number three is not building a great eating and drinking structure into your day after having weight loss surgery. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate your support. If you are finding value in my podcast, I would love you to spare two minutes to leave me a rating and a review. It helps people find this podcast and decide to listen to some episodes. So thank you so much. And I really look forward to being back in your ears next week.